Hello, and welcome to Sleep Cove, the podcast and YouTube channel to get a great night's sleep. This week I want to give a massive thank you out to my Patreons. Because of them, I've been able to upgrade my microphone equipment, and this week's episode is going to be using this microphone equipment for the first time. So fingers crossed, it works well, and let me know if you can hear a difference in the quality between the episodes. I'd like to thank Viviana, Sarah, Len, Lisi, Marissa, Mishi, Bonnie, Estelle, Megan, Madeline, Michelle, Leah, Brandy, Talisa, Vicky, Cindy, Nancy, Robin, Diana, Joanna, Hannah, Howie, Michelle, Jane, and Tiffany, who are all supporting me on Patreon. Thank you very much. This episode starts off with a couple of short stories from the book Odin's Children, which are a couple of classic tales of the Asgardian and Scandinavian folklore. Then this is followed by a relaxing sleep hypnosis episode where you will slowly relax and go to sleep. Please tell me how you found it. This episode is sponsored by Molecule. Molecule is reimagining the future of clean air, starting with the air purifier. It's not just an improvement on existing, outdated technology, but a complete reinvention of air purification. Molecule's cool technology PECO was developed to actually destroy harmful pollutants in the air, like VOCs, bacteria, mold and viruses, instead of just collecting them on filters. Global air pollution is worsening at an ever-increasing rate. Over 80% of people living in urban areas that monitor air pollution are exposed to air quality below World Health Organization levels. Worst news is that indoor air can be up to five times worse than outdoor air. Breathing clean air can help you sleep. Placing your molecule air purifier next to your bed cleans the air you're breathing. Customers have reported feeling energized after getting the best night of sleep they've had in years. Molecule now offers their breakthrough Pico technology across a range of products, providing a solution for the entire home when it comes to air purification. For all listeners to Sleep Cove, there is 10% off your first air purifier. Visit molekule.com and at checkout, use sleep for 10% off. Please do not listen to Sleep Cove or any sleep recording whilst driving or operating heavy machinery. Please listen in a place where you can safely go to sleep. And let's begin. If you want to skip the story section and go straight to the hypnosis section, please go to 24 minutes and 20 seconds on your podcast app. Thank you. The Children of Odin, the Book of Northern Myths by Patrick Column. Part 1 the dwellers in Asgard. Far away and long ago, 
once there was another sun and another moon, a different sun and a different moon from the ones we see now. Sol was the name of that sun and Mani was the name of that moon. But always behind Sol and Mani, wolves went. A wolf behind each. The wolves caught on them at last and they devoured Sol and Mani. And then the world was in darkness and cold. In those times the gods lived. Odin and Thor and Hodor and Baldur, and Ty, and Heimdall, Vidar, and Valley, as well as Loki, the doer of good, and the doer of evil, and the beautiful goddesses were living then, Frigga, Freya, Nana, Iduna, and Sif, but in the days when the sun and moon were destroyed, the gods were destroyed too. All the gods except Baldur, who had died before that time, Vidal and Vali, the sons of Odin, and Modi and Magni, the sons of Thor. At that time too were men and women in the world, but before the sun and moon were devoured, and before the gods were destroyed, terrible things happened in the world. Snow fell on all four corners of the earth, and kept on falling for three seasons. Winds came and blew everything away, and the people of the world who had lived on in spite of the snow and the cold and the winds fought each other, brother killing brother, until all the people were destroyed. Also there was another earth at that time, an earth green and beautiful, but the terrible winds that blew leveled down forests and hills and dwellings, then fire came and burnt the earth. There was darkness, for the sun and the moon were devoured. The gods had met their doom, and the time in which all these things happened was called Ragnarok, the twilight of the gods. Then a new moon and a new sun appeared and went travelling through the heavens. They were more lovely than soul and money, and no wolves followed behind them in chase. The earth became green and beautiful again, and in a deep forest that the fire had not burnt, a woman and a man wakened up. They had been hidden there by Odin and left asleep during Ragnarok, the twilight of the gods. Lif was the woman's name, and
and Lithraser was the man's. They moved through the world, and their children and their children's children made people for the new earth, and of the gods that left Vidar and Vali, the sons of Odin, and Modi and Magni, the sons of Thor, on the new earth, Vidal and Vali found tablets that the older gods had written on, and had left them for them, tablets telling of all that had happened before Ragnarok, the twilight of the gods, and the people who lived after Ragnarok, the twilight of the gods were not troubled, as the people in the older days were troubled by the terrible beings who had brought destruction upon the world, upon men and women, and who from the beginning had waged war upon the gods. The Building of the Wall Always there had been war between the giants and gods, between the giants who would have destroyed the world and the race of men, and the gods who would have protected the race of men and would have made the world more beautiful. There are many stories to be told about the gods, but the first one that should be told is the one about the building of their city. The gods had made their way up to the top of a high mountain, and there they decided to build a great city for themselves that the giants could never overthrow. The city they would call Asgard, which means the place of the gods, that would be built on a beautiful plain that was on top of that high mountain, and they wanted to raise round their city the highest and strongest wall that had ever been built. Now one day, when they were beginning to build their halls and their palaces, a strange being came to them, Odin, the father of the gods, went and spoke to him. What dost thou want on the mountain of the gods? he asked the stranger. I know what is in the minds of the gods, the stranger said. They would build a city here. I cannot build palaces, but I can build great walls that never can be overthrown. Let me build the wall round your city. How long will it take you to build a wall? That will go round our city, said the father of the gods. A year, O Odin, said the stranger. Now Odin knew that if a great wall could be built around it, the gods would not have to spend all their time defending their city, Asgard, from the giants, and he knew that if Asgard was protected, he himself could go amongst men 
and teach them and help them. He thought that no payment the stranger could ask would be too much for the building of that wall. That day the stranger came to the council of the gods, and he swore that in a year he would have the great wall built. Then Odin made oath that the gods would give him what he asked in payment if the wall was finished to the last stone in a year from that day. The stranger went away and came back on the morrow. It was the first day of summer when he started work. He brought no one to help him except a great horse. Now the gods thought that this horse would do no more than drag blocks of stone for the building of the wall. But the horse did more than this. He set the stones in their places and mortared them together. And day and night, by light and dark, the horse worked, and soon a great wall was rising round the palaces that the gods themselves were building. What reward will the stranger ask for for the work he is doing? The gods asked one another. Odin went to the stranger. We marvel at the work you and your horse are doing for us, he said. No one can doubt that the great wall of Asgard will be built up by the first day of summer. What reward do you claim? We would have it ready for you. The stranger turned from the work he was doing, leaving the great horse to pile up the blocks of stone. O father of the gods, he said, O Odin, the reward I shall ask for my work is the sun and the moon and Freya, who watches over the flowers and grasses for my wife. Now when Odin heard this, he was terribly angered, for the price the stranger asked for this work was beyond all prices. He went amongst the other gods, who were then building their shining palaces within the great wall, and he told them what reward the stranger had asked. The god said, without the sun and the moon, the world will wither away, and the goddesses said, without Freya, all will be gloom in Asgard. They would have let the wall remain unbuilt, rather than let the stranger have the reward he claimed for building it. But one who was in company of the gods spoke. He was Loki, a being who only half belonged to the gods. His father was the wind giant. Let the stranger build the wall around Asgard, Loki said, and I will find a way to make him give up the hard bargain he has made with the gods. Go to him and tell him that the wall must be finished by the first day of summer, and that if it is not finished to the last stone on that day, the price he asks will not be given to him. The gods went to the stranger and they told him that if the last stone was not laid on the wall on the first day of summer, not Sol or Mani, the sun and the moon, nor Freya would be given him. And now they knew that the stranger was one of the giants. The giant and his great horse piled up the wall more quickly than before. 
At night when the giant slept, the horse worked on and on, hauling up stones and laying them on the wall with his great forefeet. And day by day the wall around Asgard grew higher and higher. But the gods had no joy in seeing that great wall rising higher and higher around their palaces. The giant and his horse would finish the work by the first day of summer, and then he would take the sun and the moon, Sol and Mani, and Freya away with him. But Loki was not disturbed. He kept telling the gods that he would find a way to prevent him from finishing his work, and thus he would make the giant forfeit the terrible price he had led Odin to promise him. It was three days to summer time, and the wall was finished except the gateway. Over the gateway, a stone was to be placed, and the giant, before he went to sleep, bade his horse haul up a great block of stone so that they might put it above the gateway in the morning, and so finished the work two full days before summer. It happened to be a beautiful moonlit night. Svladifair, the giant's great horse, was hauling the largest stone he had ever hauled when he saw a little mare come galloping towards him. The great horse had never seen a pretty mare, and he looked at her with surprise. Svladifair, slave, said the little mare to him, and went frisking past. Svladifair put down the stone he was hauling, and called to the little mare. She came back to him. Why do you call me Svladifair slave? said the great horse. Because you have to work day and night for your master, said the little mare. He keeps you working, 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 and never lets you enjoy yourself. You dare not leave that stone down and come play with me? Who told you I dare not do it? said Sladifer. I know you don't do it, said the little mare, and she kicked up her heels and ran across the moonlit meadow. Now the truth is that Sladifer was tired of working day and night. When he saw the little mare go galloping, he became suddenly discontented. He left the stone he was hauling on the ground. He looked round and saw the little mare looking back at him, and he galloped after her. He did not catch up to the little mare. She went on swiftly before him. On she went over the moonlit meadow, turning and looking back now and again at the great Sladifair, who came heavily after her. Down the mountainside the mare went, and Svladifair, who had now rejoiced in his liberty, and in the freshness of the wind, and in the smell of the flowers, still followed her. With the morning's light they came near a cave, and the little mare went into it. They went through the cave, and Svladifair caught up on the little mare, and the two went wandering together. 
the little mare telling Sladifer stories of the dwarfs and the elves. They came to a grove and they stayed together in it, the little mare playing so nicely with him that the great horse forgot all about time passing. And while they were in the grove, the giant was going up and down, searching for his great horse. He had come to the wall in the morning, expecting to put the stone over the gateway and so finish his work, but the stone that was to be lifted up was not near him. He called for Sladifer, but his great horse did not come. He went to search for him, and he searched all down the mountainside, and he searched as far across the earth as the realm of the giants. But he did not find Sladifer. The gods saw the first day of summer come, and the gateway of the wall, still unfinished. They said to each other, that if it was not finished by the evening, they may not give soul and money to the giant, nor the maiden Freya, to be his wife. The hours of the summer day went past, and the giant did not raise the stone over the gateway. In the evening, he came before them. Your work is not finished, Odin said. You forced us to a hard bargain, and now... We need not keep it with you. You shall not be given soul and money, nor the maiden Freya. Only the wall I have built is so strong I would tear it down, said the giant. He tried to throw down one of the palaces, but the gods laid hands on him and thrust him outside the wall he had built. Go and trouble Asgard no more, Odin commanded. Then Loki returned to Asgard. He told the gods how he had transformed himself into a little mare and had led away Svladifer, the giant's great horse. And the gods sat in their golden palaces behind the great wall and rejoiced that their city was now secure and that no enemy could ever enter it or overthrow it. But Odin, the father of the gods, as he sat upon his throne, was sad in his heart, sad that the gods had got their wall built by a trick, that the oaths had been broken, and that a blow had been struck in injustice in Asgard. The upcoming Sleep Hypnosis track is sponsored by HelloFresh. If you've yet to hear of HelloFresh, they're the UK's leading recipe box company, delivering fresh, pre-portioned ingredients for great tasting recipes straight to your door during what is a difficult time for everyone, particularly for the most vulnerable. The team at HelloFresh have been working around the clock to provide fresh food to as many people as they can across the country. With 20 delicious recipes to choose from each week, you can break away from the routine of cooking the same old recipes on repeat, we all do it, and cook easy to follow recipes that everyone will enjoy, whether it's a quick and simple recipe you're after or something for the family, 
HelloFresh have recipes to suit every mood and taste, and if you fancy making a meal of it, you can also add extras to your box, like handmade bread, goo desserts, and lovely bottles of wine. Everything you need to cook and enjoy delicious homemade meals from the comfort of home, delivered. HelloFresh. Dinner is solved. Please get as comfortable as you can as you're going to prepare yourself for this enjoyable experience in your bed or where you're sitting. Get yourself into as a comfortable position as you can and inhale deeply and out in and out now close your eyes and make sure they're shut as you inhale deeply and now I want you to hold it for three or four seconds then exhale slowly. Again breathe in deeply and exhale slowly. And keep doing this five or six times. As you inhale you bring more healing oxygen into your body and as you exhale it causes your body to keep relaxing more and more you can now continue breathing easily and freely and can feel yourself becoming more calm more peaceful as you listen to my voice and progress into this deep level of relaxation You can see signs and can reveal the signs that show and indicate that you are moving into a very deep, peaceful state of relaxation, a perfect deep, a peaceful state of this relaxation. As I continue talking to you you can keep and become more relaxed, more peaceful, not caring how deeply you relax, just happy to continue becoming more calm, more peaceful and more at ease.
continuing to breathe easily and freely. Your subconscious mind will always be aware of what I'm saying to you, but it keeps becoming less and less important, less and less important to you consciously as you listen to my voice. You are still in complete control of your actions, but you are willing to go into deep relaxation, to relax and to become at peace. Your subconscious mind and all levels of your inner mind can hear and receive everything I tell you, and your conscious mind can relax completely. You are continuing to experience perfect peace of mind, and can feel yourself moving into the situation I described to you. It's going to happen automatically, and you don't even need to think about it consciously. Now I want you to imagine yourself lying in a comfortable position near a stream of fresh clear water in a beautiful forest on a perfect summer day. There is a warm, gentle breeze and the air is fresh and clean. The sound of the peaceful stream is very relaxing. This dream is so relaxing, it feels like a special place to you, but who knows, it could be a place in your mind's eye, or a place you've visited before, you just don't know. Or you do know just how peaceful this feels to you, it feels amazing. This place and my voice becomes less important to you consciously as you listen and your subconscious mind and all levels of your inner mind are hearing and receiving everything I say. In your mind you are enjoying the beauty of nature as the sunlight shines through the trees and you listen to the gentle flow of water and the birds singing cheerfully. You are lying here, comfortably relaxing, 
it's so peaceful that you continue feeling more relaxed than ever before in your entire life. As you continue enjoying this peaceful, pleasant experience, a soothing drowsiness is coming over your whole body, from the top of your head, down to the bottom of your feet. You continue feeling calmer and more relaxed and more secure. And now as you lie there with your eyes closed, you are so relaxed and comfortable and happy that you continue moving into a more peaceful and a more detached state. It may seem like you are drifting into a state of sleep. There are many times when it seems like my voice is a long distance away and there may be times when I'm talking to you, that you will not be consciously aware of my voice, and that's okay, because your subconscious mind is still receiving every word I say, and is making true everything I tell you, because you see it now, You are relaxed, the stream was a wonderful place, you know that your mind's eye speaks into reality and guides you to this place of relaxation and eventually the world you want to enter. From now on, you will be influenced only by positive thoughts, feelings, and ideas. The following thoughts come to you. I am calm, secure, and relaxed. I am comfortable and at ease, I am in control of myself at all times, and I am responsible for my body, and will always treat my body well, I will rise up to new challenges, and face the unknown well as being secure and as secure as I want to be. Times always improve, times always get better. Even if it is in your mind's eye, but it can be in reality as well. My mind enables me 
to be relaxed and calm as I go into the activities of my daily life. I may have left the stream. I may be still there. But I know that even if it is not my perfect safe place is a place that I love right now because it has given me the strength in these times to go forward, to be relaxed, to be amazing in the waking world and in everyday life. I can't wait to see what is round the corner because I feel that I am in an amazing mood right now. I know that listening to these words is positive and great and it can reinforce positive feelings and energies within me. You want to reinforce positive behaviours, you want to reinforce positive behaviours that make you feel good. So if things are making you feel good and they have a positive impact on your life, listen and be free. And go towards that good behaviour. Like you are doing now. By listening to my voice. It's a great feeling to know you're doing something well. And something good for your own body. And for your own mind. Cleansing. Detoxing the mind of bad energy is something that you want to do more of and you are doing right now because just being relaxed calm and still is a great step to improving the inner workings of the mind you feel like you are in such a great place and do you want to enjoy this place for a few seconds a few seconds more 